Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two year contracts, they said, What the f are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. The CDC has a catalog of 537 viruses that are transmitted by insects and their relatives around the world. This number is can be overwhelming and scary. But the more we learn about this world of obscure viruses, the better we're equipped to fight them. Hello, and welcome to Tiny Vampires, a podcast about disease, science, and blood-sucking insects a member of the Agora Podcast Network. I'm a Raven Forest Riscalzo, your host. This is episode 39, The World of Obscure Mosquito-Borne Viruses. Before we get started, I wanted to thank you for sticking with me through the break in production. I'm settled in here in Washington, and my new studio is all set up. So our production schedule will be back on track for the last Thursday of every month, from now on, for both tiny vampires in English and in Spanish. Today's topic was requested by one of our listeners down in Australia, who wanted to know more about the uncommon viruses that are transmitted by mosquitoes. Because the topic is pretty broad, I'm going to do the episode backwards and talk about our paper first. Oftentimes, when medical doctors run into a disease or condition that isn't common, they'll write it up in a medical journal. This one was written up by Duncan Webster and their colleagues in New Brunswick, Canada. In these write-ups, the doctors don't give the name of their patients, so what we're going to do is just call him Lee. Lee is from an absolutely gorgeous island in Canada called Grand Manan Island. I highly recommend that you look up some photos of this place. It's gorgeous. Back in 2015, Lee went to the hospital with a fever. They admitted him, but by the next day, he was showing signs of problems with his nervous system. He was speaking incoherently, not controlling his movements, and getting more and more confused. On top of that, he started to develop a headache and neck pain. The doctors tried to treat him with antibiotics. When that didn't work, the infectious disease experts diagnosed Lee with viral encephalitis, swelling of the brain that is caused by a virus. They still didn't know which virus, but they suspected that it was the type of herpes virus that causes cold sores. 
Twelve days after he arrived at the hospital, Lee was still confused and feverish. The doctors discovered that Lee was a hiker and frequently went into the woods on the island. He also interacted with stray cats. These facts completely changed the direction of the investigation. The medical team took some of Lee's blood and tested it for signs of the vector-borne diseases that they knew were on the island, like cat scratch fever, tick-borne diseases like Lyme disease and anaplasmosis, Q fever, which is transmitted by goats and sheep, as well as Jamestown Canyon virus and snowshoe hare virus, both of which are carried by mosquitoes. To figure out which of these diseases caused Lee's brain swelling, they ran a few different tests, but the one that we're going to be talking about today is the Plaque Reduction Neutralization Test, or PRNT for short. To run this test, Lee's blood sample was filtered to take out all of the red blood cells. For this process, they would just be getting in the way. A bunch of vials were laid out, one for each virus that was being tested for, and a sample of Lee's filtered blood was added to each one and mixed together and then given a minute to sit. Antibodies are proteins that are created by our immune system when we're exposed to something from outside of our bodies. If Lee was exposed to any of these viruses before, his blood sample would contain antibodies for that virus. The antibodies stick to the outside of the virus, blocking it from infecting our cells. Another way of saying this is that the virus is neutralized by the antibody. Okay, so now we have Lee's blood sample mixed with a range of different viruses, each in their own tube. We pour each vial into its own petri dish that's covered with living cells. Then pour a layer of auger on top of that. Auger is basically science jello. It's really thick, so if a virus infects one cell in a dish, it gets stuck in the jello-like substance, forcing it to only infect the cells that its host cell is touching. What this ends up looking like is a wall of healthy cells, and if Lee has never been exposed to that particular virus before, he never made the antibodies to block that virus. So, they easily enter into the cells. Once the virus gets into one of the cells in the wall, it starts to replicate over and over and over again until the cell dies, releasing all of those new viruses into its neighbors. The neighbors are infected, and the same thing happens to them. The virus moves through the wall of cells like a ripple in a pond, creating a hole of dead cells in that wall. This hole is called a plaque. If Lee was exposed to the virus, the antibodies that he made would be attached to those viruses. They wouldn't be able to infect many of the cells in the wall. When Lee's doctors got the petri dishes back, all of them were covered in holes, or plaques, where the antibodies didn't neutralize the virus, except for the dishes for snowshoe hare virus, and Jamestown Valley virus, the two mosquito-borne diseases. This doesn't mean that he was infected with both of them, though. 
What it means is that the disease that was making his brain swell was one of these rare viruses. The two are actually pretty closely related. Members of the same family, called the California Zero Group. He probably tested positive for both because they are so similar that even the antibodies that his body was making couldn't tell them apart, and so blocked them both equally. Unfortunately, as with many mosquito-borne viruses, there's no treatment for any of the California serogroup viruses. The doctors treated Lee the best they could, and after 20 days, his fever finally went down. Even so, the damage to his brain was extensive. They had to transfer him to a long-term care facility, where he was totally dependent for personal care. So if the snowshoe hair virus can cause such serious harm, why haven't most people heard of it? Well, I'll admit that I had only heard of one of the five viruses that are in the California Zero Group family, and I have a master's degree in this field. There are three main reasons for this. First, even the really serious mosquito-borne viruses, like yellow fever and dengue, the vast majority of people who get infected don't get sick. And if they do, it's only mild, a headache, fever, muscle aches, that sort of thing. Then they get better, and they had no idea that they were infected with something that could have killed them. For many of these obscure viruses, the percentage of people who get seriously ill is even lower than that. For example, in the province neighboring Lee's home, 21% of the people they tested had antibodies for a California serogroup virus. Even so, getting sick from it was rare enough that Lee's doctors wrote up his case in a medical journal. The second reason we don't hear much about these mosquito-borne viruses is because they mostly infect wild animals. Snowshoe hair virus is called that because it's mostly found in small animals like hares and squirrels and chipmunks. Its sister, Jamestown Canyon virus, is thought to be a disease of white-tailed deer. The third and most important reason that we don't really hear about these viruses is that there are just too many to talk about. There's a catalog where the CDC keeps track of all known viruses that are or could transmit to either people or domestic animals and are transmitted by arthropods. That's mosquitoes, ticks, fleas, fighting flies, that sort of thing. So as of right now, viruses in that category, there are 537 viruses in that catalog. That's just way too many to educate people about. So what should a public health official or just your random citizen do with this information? Well, on one hand, we don't really want to freak out over this. While stories like Lee's are tragic, they are also incredibly rare. On the other hand, we know that viruses evolve. It wasn't that long ago that Zika went from being one of these obscure viruses to being a serious epidemic. This is one of the reasons why 
anyone who has ever studied mosquitoes is constantly bothering you to use bug spray and dump out any standing water around your home. Protecting yourself from mosquitoes in general will save you from dealing with chikungunya virus as much as it will from West Nile virus. That's not to say that no one's keeping an eye on these obscure viruses. Researchers from places like universities and public health districts test mosquitoes, wild animals, and chickens that they keep just for this purpose, called sentinel chickens, for signs of all sorts of viruses. They also keep an eye out for hospitals reporting human infections of these types of diseases. Knowing more about these viruses means that if they start to become a problem, not only can community members be extra careful, but the people who are controlling the mosquito population can change their tactics if they need to. Say, for example, an obscure virus like Murray Valley fever encephalitis virus starts to become more of a problem in Australia. The mosquito that transmits it is a floodwater mosquito, So spraying insecticides in areas of flooding would be much more important than it normally is when there's no evidence of the virus in an area. Knowing that there are more than 500 viruses out there in the world, being spread by mosquitoes and other insects is pretty scary, especially now that we're all too aware of how newly emerged viruses can impact our society. But... There are people out there that are watching out for them, and we have tools to protect ourselves that we can count on, if we use them carefully. Next month, we're going to be answering, at Ministro Ciencia's question, what happened to the cases of acute flaccid myelitis. Back in 2018, this polio-like condition had its largest outbreak, but then fell out of the limelight. Next episode, we'll dig into its history and what we've learned since the outbreak. The Agora Podcast of the Month is a brand new member of the Agora Podcast Network called Black Wall Street 1921. The host, Nia Clark, takes you through a detailed history of Tulsa, Oklahoma, and the events before, during, and after the racially motivated massacres and destruction of Black Wall Street in 1921. You'll hear from experts, Tulsa locals, and even historic interviews with the people who survived. This is a history that we all need to be aware of, and Nia does an amazing job bringing the story to life. Thank you to Title Card Music and Sound for our intro and outro music. Until next time, take a deep breath, put on your mask, reapply your bug spray, and get out in nature if you can. We're going to get through this. Hold up. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. <laughs> 